0: If you are awakening and expanding into your multidimensional self, this is your place. Hello, True Creators. I'm so glad that you're here. Today's topic is something that I've actually been sitting with for a couple weeks. Um, A couple weeks ago, I received the guidance that I really needed to share about this and talk about this, and I've had a lot going on in my life. So today is the day, and I'm really excited to share all of this with you. And I'm going to be sharing with you four different insights or techniques that you can use today in this moment that are really going to shift your perception of what it means to trust yourself and how you can do it. So if you want to, you can take notes um, or you can just listen in and let things kind of click over in your mind about how you can trust yourself. This is really good stuff. I'm very excited. So for those of you who don't know me, um, I teach channeling. I teach people how to step into their mastery as creators. That's a very important thing for me. And it's a big part of my life purpose is helping other people recognize who they are, how powerful they are, uh, how powerful you are, and how you can actually take all of that power and live it in this life. And That is so profound because we are in a time right now, right now, it's D-Day and it is vital that each of us learn to trust ourselves and move forward in our mastery and really know how to access our own inner knowing and know how to create, how to be creators in this life, how to be creators and shine and bring everything that we're meant to bring. So trusting yourself is a vital part of that process of being human. If we don't trust ourselves, we freeze up, right? And I see this a lot with people. What if I make the wrong choice? What if I do the wrong thing? And it sort of gets us into this mode of not doing anything. Um, and and then those that creates a cycle by itself, right? So if you are feeling a little bit stuck, this podcast is for you. And, um, you know, if you're feeling like, oh, I'm just, I'm in anxiety, that's another big sign that you're having a hard time trusting yourself is this anxiety that builds up. So I'm going to talk about how you can really move through all of these things. So. I'm going to share with you four different ways that you can help build trust in yourself and start to move forward. And the first one is let go of the idea of right and wrong. This is the big one. This is why I introduced it first. So many people feel that they can make a mistake. And I totally understand this feeling. I understand why people feel this way. I have channeled, I've been channeling for eight years, I've channeled so many times from my guidance, you can't make a mistake, you can't make a mistake, you're not gonna, you know, my guidance is always like, we're gonna love you regardless, (laughs) you know, and there's nothing that you can ever do wrong. I mean, even if we go to the very extremes, and I know this is hard for some people to hear, but even if we go to the very extremes, there is no such thing as right and wrong there there is within the earth plane and we function under those rules but in the cosmic realms there isn't there is simply making choice right so when we let go of the idea of right and wrong we recognize that it's actually just a game of creation and we are masters we are masters within this human playing field and we're learning to consciously step into our mastery through making choices. So it's not about what choice we make; it's more about the fact that we are making choices that makes this whole experience very powerful. I want to read a um, a part of my book here, and my book is called "The Era of the True Creator." And the page that I'm reading from is, um, in the final chapter, the final chapter is called choice, freedom, and mastery. And in this chapter, at at the beginning of every chapter in my book, um, I read, I'm sorry, I wrote a small poem. It's almost like a little haiku to give you an idea of what the chapter is going to be about. And at the beginning of this chapter, I wrote, remember the gated pathway has many roads, which will lead us to our chosen destination and along the way guide us toward all that we seek. So there's lots and lots of pathways. There's actually infinite pathways. And let me read to you this part of the book right here in the first chapter. The essence of our godliness in human form is manifest through our conscious choosing. And we incarnated here on earth for this very purpose to make choices this ability is both a gift and our highest honor and as the everything who is also an individual this is our part to play within the co-creation process with all other aspects of the all and the all meaning the universe um, the all that is Um, I reference that a lot in my book spiraling our individual fractal point into the creation of our choosing this is true of everything all that is and ever was has been born from the choices made within the myriad of energies and vibrational states in existence right and i go deeper in this chapter into it's not necessarily about the specifics of what we choose there isn't You know, I was even recently introduced during channeling to this idea that there isn't a path, (laughs) you know, and my guides, it's so wonderful. I receive the information that I'm capable of hearing at the time because, you know, for about seven years, I've been hearing during channeling, you know, this will help guide you on your path, on your path. And now recently, as I've grown in consciousness, as I've shifted, um, what has begun to come through is there is no path. There is no path. You're just on a journey of your choosing and that we did. We did predetermine things that we wanted to do in this life. We absolutely did that. And we came up with ideas. Well, I want to say most of us did. If you're listening to this, my guess is that you did pre-ordain things that you wanted to experience and accomplish or create in this life Um, But not everybody did. So this is really just about living and then learning to choose the things that we've already chosen for ourselves before. But we can really choose anything that we want. And if we can go a little bit more broad with that understanding and zoom out just a little bit, my guides are always telling me that, zoom out, back up a little bit. If we can back up, and zoom out and just see the bigger picture. What that really means is this is an energetic choosing. So we have things that we have preordained for ourselves that we want to choose on an energetic level, not necessarily this specific, like I'm choosing to wear a green t-shirt today. It's not necessarily that. What we want to do is follow the vibration of what feels good and the law of attraction. And, you know, um, if any of you listen to Esther Hicks, um, and Abraham. I, I love that because it's definitely, definitely what I've received in channeling as well, which is that we want to tune into the vibration of what we want and not be so worried about the specifics, not be so worried that we're going to miss an opportunity or mess something up because that really can't happen. This also points to letting go of perfectionism Because this is a continuous process. This is a process of choosing, and we're continuously choosing. And through that choosing, we learn and refine what it is that we want to experience next. So it's not necessarily about making the right choice. In fact, it's just not about making the right choice. It is about choosing. So step one, let go of right and wrong. It's about choosing about making that choice. And in making that choice, you are becoming a master, a conscious master, a conscious creator. Okay. So insight number two on how to, how to trust yourself more is recognize that you're not really trusting yourself. You are trusting your higher self. You're trusting your heart, your true heart space. What I mean by that is so often, you know, we get caught up in the mind, we get really wrapped up in the mind. And this is where we get anxiety. This is where we start to really spin out. I have gotten there even recently. um, I had a (laughs) a mental, a mental spin out, and it got me really ungrounded. And it got me really feeling uncomfortable with my choices. And um, just, you know, that that anxiety that comes when we get into the mind. And the mind doesn't have our choices, our, the mind doesn't have our insight, I should say. What the mind has is our pre-programmed ideas of what to do. So we can access the mind, the lower mind, as I call it, if what we want to do is kind of go on autopilot, right? So not every, not every moment of our day needs to be, this full-on process of decision. Sometimes we just, you know, we just go on autopilot. We know how to type the numbers in a phone and make a phone call. And, you know, we know how to do different functions throughout our day, essentially, is what I'm saying. But that's, and so that's what the mind is good for, what the mind excels at. And until we train ourselves to move into the higher mind, And the higher mind is the listening mind. And that's where we can also gain access to our higher selves. Um, We want to really practice being in the heart space and the higher mind. Both of those centers hold the direct connection to the higher aspect of ourselves. And this isn't the mind. This is beyond the mind, right? Because the mind is this pre-programmed idea of what to do and how to function. And if we want to make a new choice and a new decision and be a true creator, as I say in my book, that's what I describe as a true creator is when we are living in the present moment and not making default decisions, but making decisions based on all of the information that we have and what our heart is guiding us toward. It's really that heart center that's going to guide us. So. What we want to do is trust in our higher self. We want to trust that our higher self has the elevated perspective and the expanded perspective to offer us in this human form our navigation and the quickest and easiest way to get where we want to go. And and the most fun, not even... Let's, let's just erase what I just said. It's not even about getting there quickly and easily. <laughs> we want to have fun, you guys. We want to play. We want to do this in a way that feels so good. And if you... I mean, I'm just going to say it. The people who listen to this, that's your role. These are the people that I draw in, the people who know... That you know that you're here to be a master and you're here to be a creator and a God. This is your birthright. This is what you're here to do and to help other people see that it's possible. So we can't do that from the human mind. It just gets us frazzled. It just gets us spinning out. What we want to do is trust in our heart and trust in our higher self. Now, the heart that I'm talking about And I mention this a lot, but I always want to re-mention it so that people really know what I'm saying. The heart that I'm talking about is not the emotional heart, although that's a good barometer, right? If we've got negative emotions um, or emotions that don't feel good, that's a good key that we're doing something that doesn't feel good, right? It's pretty simple. But what I'm talking about is actually the higher heart, and that is the portal to the truth of who we are. We are our higher selves living in this dimension, and our higher self aspect is funneling all of this truth into us in every moment. And a lot of times if we're in the mind, we can't perceive that truth. We can't feel it because we're just trying to live a life that we've already created, and we're just recreating it again and again. So what we want to do is take a moment, breathe, Let go of this circular thinking of what if, what if, what if, what if, what if, if, and how, 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 how do we do this? Those things can kind of relax. And all we want to do is move into that heart space and listen to the heart space or open the higher mind. This is how I teach channeling. Open the higher mind, learn to listen, learn to receive that guidance that's coming to us all the time. Um, All right. So number three. Number three is a big one. This is something that I see with a lot of people. And this is a really powerful um, insight for you to help you just sort of renegotiate what it really means to trust yourself and move forward and how to make those choices. And number three is trusting that everyone else is also divinely guided and cared for, right? So maybe sometimes we're in the mode of trying to take care of everyone else, or not really trusting that if we let go, what's going to happen to other people who have been relying on us? Um, what's going to happen to you know other people who are in our sphere? Or Are they going to like the decision that we made? And we can get really caught up in this. Um, You know, I had my own experience with this recently and it was actually causing a huge problem. (laughs) So I'll get into that. But when we don't trust that other people are divinely guided and cared for, we do too much. We do people pleasing. We, you know, compromise what it is that feels right for us. Um, We become codependent, um, you know, and all of these things are, of course, just words that describe behaviors. They're not, you know, let's not pathologize anything. Let's let's remove that. Everything is changeable and everything is, you know, within the moment we can make a quantum change. And that's always true. So what we really want to do is trust that everyone else also has their own perfect divine guidance system. And that they are being cared for by their higher selves, by the all that is. And in trusting that each person is also their own master, that frees us up to make our own choices. Because if we are involving ourselves too much in what other people are going to think of our decisions, how it's going to affect them, either negatively or positively, we're not being authentic to ourselves and our own guidance and our own needs within the moment. And I will tell you that I see this a lot, that most people know their answers. And it's really interesting because with the work that I do, you know, both coaching and channeling, when I, when I'm talking to someone, I can often see, you know, they'll be asking a question, but what I'm, what I can see in them is that they actually know the answer. They just want someone else to tell them that, that, that it's okay for them to do that. And I do that too, right? Sometimes I know my answer. I know exactly what I want to do. And yet I'm afraid. I'm afraid of hurting people or I'm afraid of losing friends or or making changes that feel uncomfortable for me and everyone else. I'm afraid of the fallout. So I want to tell you too, what happens when we don't, when we're trying to take care of the people around us, and we're not trusting that they are divinely cared for and guided. It actually causes this backlog of discomfort, this backlog of feeling out of sorts. Um, this is where the anxiety comes in. This is where resentment within relationship comes in. because when we're trying to take care of someone else, one, that's kind of a huge disservice to them, right? It's, it's not trusting that they're also a God, that they're also a master. And people can feel that from us, you know, whether they're conscious of it or not. If we're trying to take care of someone at the expense of what's really feeling aligned for us, then in some form or fashion, they feel that as well. And that becomes sort of a, a little bit soul crushing that we're not trusting that they are divinely guided, that they are not, um, capable, you know? Um, so it really causes this backlog and buildup of tension and oftentimes whole relationships are created actually not on loving each other as divine masters, but on people pleasing and, you know, and, um, these paradigms that are very imbalanced of not trusting that someone else can take care of themselves and then somebody else relies on them. And it just, it really creates a cycle. Um, and also it can create, like I said, a lot of resentment. So, and this is in romantic relationships or friendships. We want to trust. We want to know that the people around us are divinely guided and they are divinely cared for infinitely, just as much as we are. And that's a really important part of this process. So let go of what other people might need. Sometimes what we choose, it's hard for other people. Sometimes we've been in these patterns for a while. And then when we change and we do make a new choice, the people in our lives are going to be affected. But that's okay. This goes back to, you know, number one, let go of right and wrong. Let go of perfectionism. This is a continuous process. And we're going to have moments where it feels uncomfortable. We are inevitably going to be met with discomfort in other people as we live our lives. It's just part of this whole game that we're playing, right? But it's going to feel so much more comfortable if we can get into the habit of trusting that we are divinely guided and that we are divinely cared for. And so are the people around us. This is true of literally every person, everything, every being on the planet. Everything is cared for. All right. All right. Number four, and this is a fun one. Number four is practice because experience gives you courage. It's so easy for people to say that person can do it because look at them. They're doing it. It must be easy for them. We have this tendency to believe that if we see somebody doing something, and this is an unconscious belief that's often running in the background. If we see somebody doing something, we often believe that it must be either an innate talent that they already have or that they are really, that it's just easy for them. And the reason that it might, I mean, it might be easy for them or it might be really difficult for them. But the reason that it looks that way to us is simply because they're doing it, not because it's easy, not because it's, um, an innate thing that they, you know, have always done. Um, that's not always the case, but we do assume that and the way that we can start to build this ability it in any area of our lives, whether it's you know, um, in art or in our intuition or in, you know, interpersonal skills or in work. Um, you know, we're taught this pretty early on. If you practice it, it's going to get easier, but there are certain areas of life where people just assume and and look at yourself and see what areas of life you're assuming that it's just not something that you can do. And Making choices is one of these broader areas of life where some people think, you know, that person's brave, that person's courageous, and they can do it, but I can't, right? Um, And I hear this a lot when I, you know, I tell people that I teach channeling and they're like, oh, okay, I thought that was something that people were born with. I wasn't born with it. (laughs) I went through a crazy awakening. That's how mine happened. And it started spontaneously, and then I practiced it. And I've been practicing for eight years, so, so, so regularly. And I've learned that when I create an internal path for how to access this information, it's easier and easier and easier, right? This is also true in another area of my life. I'm someone who's lived in a lot of different places. I've moved a lot. And it's actually sort of part of my life journey. I've discovered, um, that I'm meant to sort of be light and live in places for not very long. I'm not meant to really, um, you know, get too settled because it helps me stay very fresh and not attached. And it also helps me spread my light. I'm someone who ignites leaders, right? So, um, I am meant to touch people's lives and then, and then sort of, you know, ignite that spark and move to another area. So, but I say all of that because a lot of people look at me and they think, wow, like you travel a lot or you've moved a lot and you must, it must be easy for you. you um, you know, it must be something that is just, you know, like I could never do that. And I hear that a lot, and. I have a lot of courage in taking these leaps of faith, and it's not just about moving. It's about listening to my insight, my own divine guidance, and then following that through. And a lot of times that involves relocation, Um, and that's where people tend to say, oh, how do you trust yourself? How do you know? You know, in fact, my last move was from Santa Fe, New Mexico to Kansas City, Kansas City, Missouri. And a lot of people I tell that and they're like, why? What? What? And I don't have a reason other than my intuition guided me, which is a funny answer for a lot of people. And a lot of people, they just don't know what to even do with that when I say that. But it just all goes to show that for me, I have practiced trusting my intuition so much, and trusting my divine guidance and trusting what comes through in channeling, that I 100%, more than 100%, trust it. I believe it. And I follow it always um, because I have practiced and I have practiced. And each time I take that light leap, and I don't know what's on the other side. When I moved here, I didn't know what I was getting into. I was guided to move here because it was going to help me build trust, actually, and um, I thought, well, this is going to be really easy, and then I got here, and it was actually difficult for a little while, but I have done this game of moving exactly where I'm being guided to so many times that I always know that if I'm guided to go somewhere, 100%, I'm going to go there because it's going to be good (laughs) in the long run. And it is. I love being here in Kansas City. It has brought me so many crazy gifts, so many insane, unexpected, beautiful things into my life, including not just the outer world, but my inner world has totally changed as a result of this move. And so I trust it. I really trust everything that comes through in my guidance because I've spent so much time practicing it. So if you are having a hard time trusting yourself and you're wondering, what if I make this choice and I don't like it? Well, if you're listening to your heart and if you're listening to you know your higher self and you're receiving that nudge, the best way to know how to trust yourself and how to get comfortable trusting yourself is to follow that. And each time you follow that, you build some inner inner strength and inner knowing. You have reference. You can say, last time I made this leap or a leap like this, look what happened. And, you know, it's positive reinforcement and it gives you the, the courage to continue living an unexpected life. And I'll tell you, so many of us are meant to be sort of these pioneers or these way showers and being a true creator is just that we're not moving in pre-programmed ways. We're not moving in ways that society or, you know, the people around us necessarily can say, yeah, that's going to be a great idea. That's safe. That's easy. Um, I've seen it done a million times. Here's your ladder. You can climb it. It's not necessarily that. It's not a clear-cut way. And often, even as a clairvoyant, I get glimpses of what's to come, or I get full-on visions, but even with the visions, even with the glimpses, I don't know how it's gonna feel until I get there. And that's the beauty of this game, and that's the fun of this game, right? This game called life, this game of being human, is that we don't know. We don't know what's going to be there. Even if we can see it, even if we've experienced it viscerally from a channeled space, we still need to experience it in the time-space reality. That's part of being a human is time-space reality and watching things unfold and enjoying that time-based process. So build your ability to trust yourself by continuously experiencing it. By practicing, by, you know, I'll just review, letting go of the perfectionism and this idea of right and wrong and listening to your higher self, listening to your heart, your divine guidance, not just your lower self, trusting that the people around you are also masters and also divinely guided, even if it doesn't look like it, even if it looks like they're not conscious, they are always being taken care of and it's not up to you to take care of them. And then finally build that muscle through practice and experience will give you courage. I want to also share with you that trusting yourself does not mean that you do it by yourself. Trusting yourself, what it really means is it means sovereignty, right? Being an individual, being a master. Trusting yourself means making choices and not beating yourself up forever about them, right? It means being present in the moment, making that choice, and then assessing what happens and seeing what you want to choose next. Trusting yourself means being joyful in this game of expansion that we're playing as humans. But again, it doesn't mean that you have to be by yourself. It doesn't mean that you have to do it all on your own. All of the tools are going to be given to you. They're going to be put right in front of you. Everything that you need to access to be able to accomplish or create what it is that you want to create in life, it's going to be given to you. It's going to be put in front of you. And again, we just have to practice to build that trust. So one of the tools that I would love to introduce to you is this practice of verbal channeling. And again, I teach this as a course. It's called the True Creator Channeling Certification Course, and right now that is open for enrollment. We begin April 11th, which is super soon if you're listening to this in real time. Um, And I'm also going to change the structure of this. So if you're listening after the effect, check in uh, on my website and see um, if you can still join this because I'm going to be having this more open and more available to people. So what you get with this True Creator Channeling Certification course is you're going to learn how to successfully verbally channel. This is a guarantee. This is something that comes with the course. Again, you got to take that leap of faith, but I've I've worked with so many people at this point and I know how to guide someone into being able to verbally channel and to access this divine innate knowing whenever you would like to. So if you'd like to learn more about that, you can go to my website. It's allisonholly.com slash channeling course and find out more about it. I would love to have you in there. I hope that this podcast has really brought you the understanding that you need to really start trusting yourself and really start operating as a creator in this human existence Okay. I will talk to you all soon. See you in the next episode. Feel free to get in touch. I am on Instagram and Facebook. Thank you so much for listening today to the true creator podcast. Don't forget to check out the show notes for any links to all of the helpful information I've mentioned here today. And if you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe on iTunes or Spotify or whatever platform you're tuning in on. Also, head on over to my website at allisonholly.com, where you can receive your free download, five powerful tools to develop your intuitive abilities. Take care and I'll see you in the next episode.